0: Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome into this edition of Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. What is going on, Mr. Sean? How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Hanging in there. We are well into June here at the time of this taping, so a lot of fun. A lot of things have continued uh, getting better around the country, better and worse. You know, every place is a little different, but good things going on but we are going to uh, we're going to focus today on you know easy like we like things to be easy i don't know about you but i think overall humans want things to just kind of be easy uh, who doesn't right we all like easy so what we've done though is we've made a, a handy little list of a few items here that are maybe a little too easy and if you go the easy path what is it what does it say a uh, path of least resistance right you know you might kind of trip up a little bit so it's good to have some things be a bit of a challenge so Try to avoid these things if you do not want to ruin your retirement. So I'm going to give Sean these items and let him kind of just break it down a little bit for us. And most of these, Sean, are actually a bit more mental. It's not the X's and O's. It's not the dollars and the cents per se, which I think you know we all know that we have to have money in retirement. But there's also the mental game, right? I mean, you love teaching baseball. You coach baseball. There's a mental aspect to that as well.
0: Well, absolutely there is. I mean, if you think of sport, like, or baseball in particular, Mm -hmm. if I get a base hit 25% of the time, I'm average. If I get a base hit 30% of the time, I'm an all-star. Wow. Like, just, just, and that, I mean, we're talking five extra hits in 100 at-bats. Like, that's, so the mental side of baseball in a lot of cases One, you have to be, you have to learn how to fail for sure. But two, it teaches you to be strong and to to continue to move forward. Yeah. And again,
1: you know, everyone wants to try to find that path of least resistance, but we also want to do so in a way that is not jeopardizing. So like learning bad, bad fundamentals, if you will, of of baseball. If you learn a bad technique early on, it could cause you to, you know, to not excel down the way when you have to relearn it and get it the right way. So from a retirement standpoint, I got a couple here for you, Sean. Treating retirement like a destination rather than a new phase of your life is one way that a lot of times pre-retirees, when they transfer to a retiree, kind of trip up because it's not the end of the game, right? It's not like it's a baseball game and and it's the final out and it's over. You know, you're just moving into something new, or at least you should be thinking about it that way.
0: Right. So staying on the baseball theme, and I think I've talked about this before, when you head into a baseball game, and if I'm the manager of a team... The way that I'm gonna build my lineup, the way that I'm gonna manage the game, innings one through three, kind of autopilot. I'm not doing a whole lot. You know, and if you look at this in in life phases, innings one through three, let's call it your first thirty years. Okay. Of life. Innings four, five, and six, now I have to put some more thought into it. You know, that's when some planning comes into play. That's when I've gotta start and I've gotta make adjustments and I've gotta prepare to get to the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, which is, we'll call it retirement. And the way that I'm managing the game in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning is much different than I'm, the way I'm managing the game in the first, second, and third inning. Simple fact is that mistakes in the, la- in the latter innings can cause, we'll call it irreparable harm. It could cause us to lose the game. Yeah, yeah. And so when we start to get to that latter phase of life, that retirement phase of life, yeah, you know, that's not the end goal. You play baseball, six innings not the end goal. <laughs> right. You know, unless you're in Little League. Unless it's a rain delay or something. You know, Yeah, means. you want to get through and you want to get through the ninth inning. That's right. And you want to have your closer hammer, shut the door on the team. And so you want to really plan to get through that seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, which are... Well, you Our know retirement. what, if
1: we're doing that analogy, you could all, maybe you could even tweak that a little bit. Maybe say the seventh inning stretch is when we go into retirement, right? Right. <laughs> in innings eight and nine, uh, we want to make sure that we're, you know, just enjoying it and know that the game is won. So, yeah, so that the closer can come in and, and close the door on the on the back end. That's pretty good. I like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and managers, I'll tell you this, managers of professional baseball teams, they don't get fired for the decisions they make in the first, second, and third innings. Yeah, They just true. don't. Yeah, they get fired for the, the poor planning that they put in in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. And if you look at it that way, your manager should be your advisor. So they should be able to help you get through that seventh, eighth, and ninth inning and make the playoffs. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We'll just keep this analogy rolling, man. No, I love it. I love baseball. <laughs> you know, we'll go from having a good season to having the playoffs. So, again, folks, hopefully you get the idea, right? Don't treat retirement as a destination and say, oh, well, you know, I made it to retirement. That was the end game. Because there's still things that are going to come up, which walks us right into, see what I did there, walk, yeah, baseball term, uh, <laughs> puts you right into the next item, which is believing that retirement is going to solve all your problems. I don't know about you, Sean, but when, you know, in general in life, sometimes we tend to do that. So, you know, let's say when we first get married, right. And you say, uh, well, when we have kids, that's going to, you know, increase our bond or whatever. And then you have kids and you go, man, if we can just get through this, you know, get through the first, you know, couple of months when we get no sleep, we'll be okay. And then if we could just get through potty training, and then if we could just get, you know, it's always something. We always look for, that thing that's gonna like fix everything and sometimes we do that with retirement you know once work is gone and I'm just retired life will be so much easier and hopefully that's the case but there's still things that are gonna come up things life's gonna happen right
0: yeah I mean it's retirement doesn't solve your problems just say you know, going back to baseball most people know I'm a huge Red Sox fan and just because we signed Chris Sale does not mean that we're gonna have a successful season or just because we brought in your team brings in xyz free agent and you know I love Bryce Harper as a player I love his fire I love how he plays the game but just because the Phillies gave him 300 million dollars doesn't mean they're <laughs> going to win the world series Right.
1: Might mean his retirement problems are solved. But Yeah, yeah.
0: he's good. Yeah. Actually, it was quite the opposite. The Phillies gave him $300 million, and the Nationals, who he played for the previous year, won the World Series. That, there you go, yeah. And so when we look at this here, it's, yeah, you have less work-related stress. You have more free time. Yes, exactly. Um, but what about the stuff that maybe you didn't think about? What are you going to do with all that time? Do you have a well thought out plan of action and and, you know, I hate to say this, this COVID deal that's going on this shelter in place or stay home, stay safe. Good. Yeah. It's changed my whole mindset. I was home. I was in a completely different routine than when I was working and it took me a while to figure out, okay, now what am I going to do? Because I have extra time throughout the day. I'm not traveling into the office. I'm working from home so I can just go upstairs and downstairs at lunch. Right. Yeah. So I had to you had to completely adjust. So and what that did is that my wife and I came up with a plan of action. Okay. We're going to get up on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays and we're going to go for a run together and then I'm going to get ready for work. She's going to get the kids ready. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to work. I'm going to come up. We're going to have lunch together, but we get in this other routine and you get completely thrown from your workday routine you got to come up with new routines yeah and, and, and you got you
1: know, a, a lot that way that's a great analogy actually you yeah know? it
0: is it's exact
1: it's it's like almost it's like exactly a test it. run for retirement. Yeah, <laughs> in a week, we, minus the you know minus the COVID part, minus the illness part, right? But you know the kind of the forced stay at home, it can a bit of a test run for a lot of folks, especially if they were close to retirement, right? What if you were just a year or two away from retirement and this happened? Now, not only are you you know dealing with the you know worrying about the money aspect, of course, you know as we've talked about on past episodes, you know a lot of clients just weren't worried because they did have a good plan in place uh, mm-hmm. with Sean and the team, but again, from that mental side, it kind of give you an interesting test run as to being together all the time. That's another animal, Sean, that a lot of times people don't even think about, you know, you're so excited to get to retirement and maybe one of you has been retired or maybe one of you worked from home or it was the home care person or whatever the case is. And now you're together 24
0: seven. That's an mm-hmm. adjustment. Oh, my wife was, I told her I was thinking about going back in the office and she had my, she would go lunch pack, my car, <laughs> my car packed. You got hit in the face with the keys didn't you? Oh, yeah, Bam. she's like, she's like, we can't be in the same house all the time. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's great, but I think that also, that also teaches you to be okay. Now I've got yeah. to, if I'm going to go into retirement, I've got to find my own hobbies and things to do on my own. So we're not just, you know, sitting there in each other's hair, watching each other grow old. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And that that sends us, that sends pop flies us right into this next. See, I keep doing it. Man. Right into the next one here, which is assuming that our, you know, because you just want to talk about hobbies, okay, in retirement. So assuming that your monthly spending habits in retirement can be easily deter- determined, excuse me, by uh, the same spending habits you had when you were working. So if you are making that transition from a pre-retiree about to pull the trigger on retirement to retirement, do not make that same assumption that the spending habits are going to be, you know, awash.
0: Right. I mean, most people think they'll need 70 to 90%, whatever that number is in retirement. Right, okay. And the way that I look at that is, that okay, where did that come from? You know, so when we talk to people about their expenses in retirement, we tell them to to build their expenses, their budget one of two ways. Write it all out. Write out all your expenses that you think you're spending each month. And then go to your bank statement for a year and compare the two. In most cases, there's between 10 and 30% increase in what you're actually spending versus what you think you're spending. So there's some fluff in there, right? There's the the extra waste or whatever it may be. So then take the time and go through, well, what expenses are going to fall out? Am I not traveling as much? Am I not eating out as much because I'm at home through this shutdown deal? I didn't spend any money for 19 days, 19 days. Hmm, we didn't spend a dime. So that allowed us as a family to realize, oh, well, we've got some waste. There's some <laughs> excess. Uh, you know, Amazon boxes aren't showing up every day anymore. And, <laughs> right, you know, things right. like that. Yeah. And so it, it allows you to, if you go through that exercise, it allows you to really figure out what your essential necessary expenses are. And then what's kind of the waste expenses? Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. No, great points, you know. So again, we're talking about easy ways to ruin our retirement. Really kind of looking at this from a mental aspect, not just the X's and O's or dollars and cents, if you will. So another piece, and if anything, maybe this quarantine has also taught us this as well, Sean, about being active. You mentioned you and your wife going for a run. And so being active can be just as important when you get to retirement as well. I think prior to the whole COVID thing, in general, societally we were moving towards being healthier as retirees anyway, you know because we're eating better and exercising and all those kind of living longer and all those kinds of things that we know about. But at the same time, the quarantine 15, which we've all heard about putting on 15 extra pounds in the last seven or eight weeks sitting around eating you know chips and mm-hmm. doing nothing, it's again kind of an interesting trial run to say, how do you plan to be active in retirement realizing that there's aches and pains and, and, you know, maybe some bad things with the body here and there, but there's still ways and you should want to be active in retirement because that's going to help you feel better.
0: Yeah. I mean, I look at it and your whole demeanor changes. So if I'm not working out on a consistent basis and we try to do something before this whole thing hit, you know, five days a week active doing something, I, you know, playing sports for as long as I did, I, I tend to get grumpy if I'm not moving my body. And when we start to look at this, it's, it's easy when life changes to not have a routine. You know, if you don't have to get up for anything, it's easy to stay. I look at my kids. My kids, are they went weeks staying in their PJs when school hit home like, okay, you got to actually get dressed for right. the day. Yeah, well, I don't want to. We got to comb your hair. What's the
1: point? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, well, I'm not seeing anybody. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, we we're down in, you know, we have an office in St. George and we we're down at our place down in St. George. And I was cruising the kids around on the golf cart. And there's one of the, I've seen this gentleman in the gym, the community gym where, where we have our place. And so we've been friendly. We've talked in the past and I see him walking down the street, but he's carrying two of those big water jugs. Oh, okay. Not, yeah. not the gallon ones, the big like Culligan water ones in each hand. Oh,
1: okay. Like the five gallon ones. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah.
0: walking down the street with one in each hand. And so I've got my son on the That's golf cart. That's his workout. <laughs> it was, yeah. I pull up and like, hey man, do you, need, do you want me to, do you need a ride somewhere? He's yeah. like, for what? I'm like, well, you got those big water jugs. <laughs> he goes, I'm working out. Gym's closed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I was trying to be helpful, but yeah, he was. He just he's finding ways to get it done and just staying active.
1: Yeah. No, that's great.
0: And more active you are, the better you feel.
1: Yep. And again, mentally, physically, all those pieces tie in, and and I think that's really you know we had uh, I said we had a couple of easy ways. I will give us. We'll finish off with one in a dollars and cents way and we'll kind of keep with that same theme overall, Sean, that, you know, I don't know about you, but like, unless I walk past a mirror and see what I look like now right at 50, I don't feel 50. I still think I'm 20 something until I actually see myself and I go, oh yeah, (laughs) I have aged. And so from an investment standpoint, a mental standpoint on the financial side, are you still investing like you were 25 when you're now 55 or whatever?
0: Yeah, and that goes back to the first third of the game, second third and the Yep, last, you know, right? So I said managers don't lose the game in the first, second or third inning. They don't get fired. They they may make some boneheaded mistakes, right? But if I'm the third base coach and I send a runner from third to home and he gets thrown out in the second inning, it's not as glaring as if it happens in the eighth or ninth inning. Mm -hmm. And what happens there is that when we invest like we're younger, And we're investing like we're, you know, 35 and maybe we're 65 or 60 or whatever it may be. And we get thrown out at the plate in the eighth inning. We'll call it the COVID correction, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. That hurts much more than if I get thrown out at the plate in the second inning when the game hasn't quite unfolded.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The COVID curveball. Yeah. 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 I mean that's that's about what it was, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. That's,
1: exactly. Well, there you go folks. So look, some easy ways to potentially slip up and mess up our retirement, most of those from a mental standpoint. So don't, you know, don't fall victim to that. Don't put yourself in that situation where you just it can't be absolutes. Just like anything in life, there's no absolutes. So you want to make sure that you are you know, taking the time to be active, to be mentally prepared and all those kinds of things and just enjoy what's coming. And then hopefully you've got a plan together and that will take care of the X's and O's. And then you can focus more on the mental side of things and enjoy the transition from working to home and all those kind of pieces that uh, retirement normally brings. So with that, we're going to say goodbye this week. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever platform you choose. As always, if you've got questions or concerns, before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional like Sean. You can reach out to him at 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-50-RETIRE. And you can find him at elevatemyretirement.com. Sean, my friend, have a great week. I will talk to you soon and uh, stay safe. Thanks, man. All the best. We'll see you next time right here on Retirement Elevator. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.